0: Hello, med students. My name is Zach Olson, and thank you for downloading this special holiday episode of the EM Clerkship Podcast. I hope you enjoyed my song last week. This week, we're doing another special holiday topic about Christmas disease, hemophilia B, factor nine deficiency, it's called. Tentanyas puts this in the chapter with the other big three bleeding disorders, factor VIII deficiency, and von Willebrand's disease. Those are the big three bleeding disorders. These aren't really that high yield except in trauma or active bleeding where it becomes really, really important. We won't be covering thrombocytopenia in this episode at all, but you remember that with those platelet disorders, thrombocytopenia with the low platelets and von Willebrand's disease when those platelets can't bind because the von Willebrand factor is low. You see lots of skin and mucosal bleeding when that initial early platelet plug takes too long or can't form. You get mucosal GI bleeding. We mentioned in the vaginal bleeding episode that it can cause vaginal bleeding. It can cause recurrent epistaxis, gingival bleeding, easy superficial skin bruising. When you see that type of stuff, that's the platelets gone bad. On the flip side, Delayed or deep bleeding, like into the joints or into the brain or deep into the muscle. That's more typical of those factor eight and factor nine hemophilias. And remember that our objective today has nothing to do with diagnosing these. You don't newly diagnose this in the ED unless you get like really lucky. What you do need to know is how to fix these. When a patient is bleeding and you find out on history that they have one of these bleeding disorders. So real quick today, how do you treat each of these big three bleeding disorders? Starting with Von Willebrand's disease. They're bleeding. They have Von Willebrand's. You treat with desmopressin, DDAVP. What does this do? DDAVP forces the endothelium to squeeze out the Von Willebrand's factor that it does have hidden away in its secret stash into the blood, which helps stop the bleeding. It's basically like the time I went to the arcade with my cousin and we found like $10 in quarters that had been dropped under the machines and tables and stuff we were able to spend an extra few hours at the arcade. That's what DDAVP does. That's what desmopressin does with von Willebrand factor. Interestingly, this is also the drug we use to treat diabetes insipidus because it causes so much free water retention. That's why this drug name may sound familiar to you for medical school. You treat von Willebrand's disease with desmopressin DDAVP. It gathers together all of the free little Von Willebrands that it can find, and it pumps them out to try to make that platelet plug. The other thing that you can try is to actually replace the Von Willebrand factor. And there's two ways of doing this. Remember one pearl, factor eight actually combines and protects with von Willebrand factor in the body. They go together. So depending on how it's made, usually the most common and safest way people replace von Willebrand factor is actually by giving factor eight, which we're going to cover next because it has von Willebrand factor attached. The alternative, an old way of doing this was to give cryoprecipitate. And you're probably like, what the heck is cryoprecipitate? Cryoprecipitate is a cheap, less safe alternative to factor eight replacement, plus a few other things in it that we don't really need to know much about in the ED. So wrapping it up, Von Willebrands, give desmopressin first. And then if you still need to do something, replace with factor eight, or much less commonly, the cheap and less safe cryoprecipitate. Let's pause here. Come back to me. I know you're like, this is the most boring Christmas special I've ever heard in my life. You're seriously talking about extinct blood products, but come back. We're finishing strong Christmas disease. Christmas disease is factor nine deficiency and much more common than that is factor eight deficiency. And we're going to talk about both here. This is easy. When someone is bleeding and they have trauma or something and they have either factor nine deficiency or factor eight deficiency, you replace the factor they're missing with some factor that you can give in a bag. If they have factor eight deficiency, you give factor eight. If they have factor nine efficiency, you give factor nine. Pretty easy, right? Except it's not. So disclaimer, this is resident level stuff. Now you're going to have to know this eventually, not as a med student, but factor replacement has literally, literally, and this is just me talking the craziest way of dosing that I've ever seen in my life. And they actually put this on tests and it varies from recommendation to recommendation. You can't find any two sources that give the same dosing. So I'm going to literally teach you how to do this. Now you'll blow your attendings mind. If you actually did know this and this case came up, but someday, when you're a resident and this reconfuses you, just remember the EM clerkship podcast Christmas special and you're gonna be set. This is how you dose factor, and I'm being serious. You look at the patient's bleeding and you ask yourself, self, on a scale of one to 100, how bad is this? How serious is this? One being, the patient has like a little paper cut and the bleeding stopped out in triage. And I am so like not worried at all. That's a one in a hundred being, Oh my God, they're bleeding into their brain. And then for simplicity's sake, we'll also say that let's say the patient has an exquisitely painful joint bleed, but it's in a closed space. So it's going to stop. Or maybe they're persistently peeing out small amounts of blood, but their age and age are stable. We'll call those like 25. And maybe they have like a rapidish bleed out of their body, like a bad nose bleed or a bad lack. We'll call that a 50. You can get it to stop. And then maybe not like brain bleed bad, but let's say they have a bad GI bleed or retroperitoneal hematoma or something. We'll call those 75. This is literally how you dose it. Brain bleed, 100 units per kilogram stat. OMG, this is the worst nosebleed ever, 50 units per kilogram. Their H&H is dropping. It's a GI bleed, 75 units per kilogram stat. That's literally how you dose this, with one more step. This isn't actually physiologically why it's like this, but it makes sense to me. Remember how factor 8 has both factor 8 and it's paired with von Willebrand factor. It's got twice as much stuff to clot with, so you give half as much. You divide the amount you need by two. If they have von Willebrand's disease, give desmopressin to efficiently squeeze out the body's last supply of von Willebrand factor. Or you can transfuse factor eight with its paired von Willebrand factor to replace it. Or you can give old school cryoprecipitate here as well. And then with the hemophilias, replace the missing factor. One to 100, how bad is this bleeding? Factor eight replacement counts as two. I don't even know why, but it has the Von Willebrand with it, so maybe that's why. I don't know. It's easy to remember. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Thank you for listening. Until next time, keep working hard, keep studying, and be sure to enjoy your shift.